Oh, man. Here we go back with another one. Yes, sir. We are back in the building. And as always, we always have somebody special for y'all. Mm-hmm. And since he is the most recent, he's the most special. <laughs> we got two tone and superstar in the building. What's up, two tone? Chilling, man. Cool. Appreciate being here. Hey, man. Thanks uh, for coming through. Yeah, way man. out here in Buckeye. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Jackrabbit Road. Thought I was going to Cali. <laughs> right. Right. I was like, is a nigga going to Cali? Right. This you pretty yeah. much. Right. You pretty much in Cali. Yeah. Damn near. <laughs> you on the borderline? Yeah. yeah. For sure. For sure. Let's get into it, man. Um. Let Let's Let's Talk about two tone, the superstar. Please say the superstar. Um, let's kind of start at the beginning. Mm. Uh, how'd you get into the hip hop scene? Um, how'd you get started? You know, into the the promoter side of things. What what kind of led you get? You know, got you into this whole game? Well, first, um, my dad, like my dad, had got custody of me and my brother. I believe in nineteen eighty seven. Okay. Uh, so I was seven years old, and when he brought me to Arizona. Um, he was managing a groups okay. groups called as one out here and he had took me to the studio mm -hmm. and I was like oh my gosh like I saw rappers the recording process mm -hmm. and then my dad like he would market his groups promote his groups so since seven I've always been in the entertainment business okay um, I remember eight years old when Marky Mark and a funky bunch was mm -hmm. out mm -hmm. and Mark Wahlberg and they was performed at the celebrity and they was outside playing football in the parking lot and then Marky Mark was like, what's up, Chubb Rock? Because I was little, and he was, I was like, what's up, man? He's like, come play with us. I was like, oh, shit. So I'm over there <laughs> playing fire. with Marky Mark. That's fire. And at that time, Derek Ware, which was from Urban AZ Entertainment, right. Mercedes, okay. they were running the Celebrity Theater. Okay. So I'm seven, eight years old, and they, they already in their positions like running the shit. Right. So it's crazy that I ended up working for them right. as an adult. Yeah. Later on in life, that's yeah. right. So what got you into uh, specifically the promoting side? Like, what year did you start? How um, did that all come about? Two thousand eight. Okay. Um, I rapped from, I rapped from like when I was in high school up to two thousand eight. Like, I was, I felt I was a good rapper, but niggas thought I was trash. I, I was okay. out, I was out there spitting them trash bars. <laughs> <laughs> bars was trash. Okay. Uh, <laughs> this rapper named Rocky Tyrade, he ended my rap career. Yo, yo, oh, shout out to homie. I know Rock. I know Salute Rocky, Rocky Tyrade. Yeah. One day he was from Cali. He just came in. I thought I was the man rapping, and he just came in and just destroyed me. I was like, nigga, I'm, I'm done with this rap shit. Yeah, man. yeah. So, He'll um, do that too. My best friend, uh, one of my best friends, Rich Rico, he had came to my apartment, and he was like, bro, I want to rap. And he's um he's Mexican. He's Hispanic. Rich Rico. Okay, I remember Rich yeah, Rico. Rich yeah, Rich Rico. Yeah. He was like, I want to rap. I want to spit. And I was like, okay, well, how are we going to do it? And he was like, you know, I'm from Mexico. Like, he's really from Mexico. His dad um, used to work at the border. Like, he was in that life. You know okay, what I'm saying? So okay. I was like, shit, let's rap about that. Because I believe in Arizona, um, the the demographic out here, the demographic is Hispanic. Right. You feel mm -hmm. me? Right. So I was like, if we can market you to be cool and you talk directly to the Hispanics and the Mexicans, I believe you could sell out here mm -hmm, just like right. you see magic in that same vein. Right. So I was like, I right, let's push you. But I was like, how can I get him shows? How can I get him shows? So at that time, Twitter started becoming popular. Okay. Yeah. First it was MySpace, mm -hmm. then Twitter. I was like, what the fuck is Twitter? You just right. type, what are you doing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that was, <laughs> I was it. Like, right. Yeah. I was like, what do you do? And I, and I remember Shaq was big on Twitter, and Shaq Huge. would just be like, meet me at Scottsdale Fashion. Yeah. I'm here. Yeah. And niggas would go to Scottsdale Fashion. I was like, right. oh, you just tell people what you're doing. Right. So, like, I just started tweeting my thoughts, mm -hmm. and people was laughing at them, like my takes and shit. I guess back then it, was, it wasn't called trolling. I don't know. It wasn't called trolling. <laughs> but, um, Man, I was getting blocked by celebrities. Like, Chingy had blocked me on Twitter. That's crazy. Everybody from Love and Hip Hop has blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> so, <laughs> I started getting, like, all this traction. I started getting followers. And um, the promoters was like, um, maybe you should come to the club and, like, tweet my tweet my event gotcha. and come to the club. Gotcha. I'm like, oh, okay. So, I was like, I'll, do, I'll, I'll promote your event if you let my artist perform. Got you. Mm. Smart. Right. So I got Rico in all these clubs. Mm -hmm. I would be hosting and then he'll be performing. I'll okay. be hosting and he'll be performing. Then 
I met this promoter um, by the name of Diego, okay. which was a hundred hustles. He got ran out of town because he was selling Drake slots to open up for Drake. Mm. You know, niggas, you can't open up for Drake. Right. right? Mm -hmm. like, so niggas was dumb paying for Drake mm -hmm. slots. Right. So, you can't. You just can't open up. you not just having yeah. no, anybody on the card, right? Yeah. So, um, fuck, I, about, I lost my damn point. Yeah, hundred hustles. So he had booked me to host the event, and the, and the first time I walked into his club, he paid me. Mm. Nice. And I've never been paid for my raps. <laughs> like all them years, all them trash raps, I never got paid for them. <laughs> right. All my shows I was doing, I never got paid. Even when I was hosting events for Rico, I wasn't getting paid. I was just like happy to be like, okay, I'm getting my artist to getting perform. Right, right, right. So as soon as I walked in the door, he paid me. I'm like, bro, I should have never been rapping. Right. I'm literally, like, you just paid me for my thoughts. Right. Mm. And ever since then, I took that hosting shit serious. So that became my life. Like, okay. hosting, promoting. But it was a dark life, though. Dark life. Like, yeah, what yeah, let's mean? get into it. Yeah, yeah. Like, what do you like, mean? Uh, <laughs> if we can, you yeah, know what I mean? yeah. Let's yeah get like, into it. because like, I would go to work at say eleven p.m., mm -hmm. get home at three, so I'm drinking all night, mm -hmm. eating bad, mm -hmm. wake up, do it again, mm -hmm. drinking, eating. It was just too much drinking, dark partying, mm -hmm. like. Me and Rich Rico, we was like, some days we didn't even know what the fuck day it was. Mm. And I was like, um, right before I had my son, I was like, I gotta get it, I gotta get out, get away from this. Because okay. I'm naturally an introvert. Like, I'm I'm the person when I go to the club, I wanna be in the corner by myself, mm -hmm. chilling with my phone, observing. Mm. But I can perform. So when I'm hosting, I like that environment. You could turn that on. Right. Yeah. Right. But after a while it just became I'm going to the club, bro, and I know what the DJ's gonna play. Right. I'm hearing the same bass set. Mm -hmm. Like I'm tired of the E forty. I mean, I love E forty, but I don't want to hear the blow your whistle ten mm -hmm. times a right, day. Mm -hmm. Right, right. So I was like, I had to get out of that shit. Yeah. So, so what then? What has changed from? Because you're still promoting. So, what has changed from back then to now? Well, when when I was promoting, and then I found out that um, my child's mother was pregnant, I was like. I don't want to post my son on Instagram and then the next pic picture be a booty flyer of me hosting Pink Rhino. Oh, right, right. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to quit. So I quit hosting. Okay. And I got a regular job. Went to my, I went to the 9 to 5. Yeah. Um, still doing the 9 to 5. And I was like, I want to try podcasting. I, I, I first started podcasting on my iPhone. I used to call it iTone Radio. Okay. And... I would just record on my phone and I'll put it on SoundCloud. Okay. And then okay. through that method, I had um, emailed <laughs> Machine Gun Kelly. And Machine Gun Kelly's like, I'll give you an interview. So he was like my first interview. That's online that's somewhere. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's, I got him on tape slandering what? LeBron. Like what? He's just cooking LeBron. What year is this? <laughs> this is, um, what fucking year is this? This might be 2010. Okay. No, when, he, when did LeBron leave Cleveland? When was the decision? 2010. Because yeah, 11, about. he lost to the Mavs. 12. Yeah, and then 12 and 13, yep. Okay. 2010 was the decision. Right. Right. Okay. So that, that's when I started yep. doing my on, my iTunes radio. I would get songs, put them in some app, and just, like, do, like, a whole radio show. Okay. And um, people fucked with it. Um, and then an investor had came to me and was like, yo, I want you to do skits, like, YouTube skits. And he wanted to put some money behind me. Uh, but I didn't like it because that's not me. Like mm -hmm. I'm not funny like like that. Like I'm not like right. creative like gotcha. like some those skit people like mm -hmm. Shiggy. Like they're yeah, like yeah. that's an art for them. It, yeah, it really it's is. a different it's a different yeah. type of thing. Yeah, the Tony yeah, Bakers sure. and yeah. Kevin on stages and man, those, yeah, them dudes different. Yeah, different. Mm -hmm. Like yeah. that's like an art for them. And I was like, nah. So I had to stop podcasting and focus on that. Um, so 2011-12 then I started Stage Too Big podcast. I started again. That was with Rico and my other best friend, Nico. Okay. Um, did a couple episodes of that one. Um, then I had some situations with my son. Okay. So I was like, you know what? I need to stop podcasting because I want to get my son's situation right. So I had stopped. Okay. And then once I got my son's situation right, I started again. I started... Um, me and um, Nico, we started a podcast. It was called the Mike Terrell Podcast, which was my regular name. I tried to 
disassociate get, get away from the two tone. tone. I was all like, the way. I don't want to deal with that because right. that was a dark time in my life. Like I don't want none of that. And it's funny. I want to say something too. It's funny <laughs> because I think you had popped up on the gram, and I had seen a, somebody had shared a clip right of yours, and at the time. I think your handle was Mike. Mike Terrell. So I'm, right. I'm looking at, I'm like, <laughs> man, that look like two tone. <laughs> and I go to the page, I'm like, man, he sounds just like two tone. <laughs> I look, that's two tone. And then I think like two weeks later, <laughs> you did, you you had posted a, a, a video of the Hatrix, right? And you were like two tone. I was like, okay, cool. It was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not. <laughs> right. That motherfucker got somebody look just like him somewhere, man. Yeah. So I tried to rebrand myself because my name is Mike Trail Johnson. Mm-hmm. So I tried to rebrand myself into that. And then me and Nico, we was doing our podcast. I liked it. Um, Nico, he's more. Um, he's very educated. Okay. So me and his podcast, like, it was more educational. Okay. And like me, I was like. I, I can't be like I can't be me like I have to like unleash because I have crazy opinions crazy thoughts gotcha so um I started doing the hatrix which was just me in front of a camera because I always felt like um who had told me the star you know star um Troy Terrain um Hot 97 oh yeah yeah he, yep, did, yep. he did the Aaliyah shit like um he said um, and Charlemagne said this. He was like, "You have to be able to be the star of your show. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to say, what if there's no guests one time? Yep. What is your audience? Your audience wants to hear from you. Right. So I was like, I need to train myself that I can talk in front of this camera and be able to entertain people for at least ten minutes, five minutes, mm-hmm. and I've built it up to an hour. So I started doing a hatrix, and people started liking it like they start liking the videos reach sharing them and at this time my setup is not how it is now it's like ghetto like my got my girl shoe rack in the background mm-hmm. regular mics i don't know i know nothing about lighting at all right um it's just raw just mm-hmm. me talking mm-hmm. me giving my opinions and that started to pick up then as soon as that picked up the pandemic hit which mm-hmm. for podcasters, I believe the pandemic was a blessing for us. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Because yes. we, we, because the when, when these niggas is at home, nothing to do, mm-hmm. they was listening to us. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. Facts. Yeah. Facts. Big time. That like, that blew, that blew our field up severely. Mm-hmm. So I'm starting getting all these views, all these likes. I'm like, cool. And then since the world started opening up, I was like, shit, my son's older now. I was like, let me start getting these promotion bags. Let me start getting these hosting bags. There you go. But this time, I'm going to get paid what I'm worth. Because back right. then, I missed out on so much money. Well, yeah. Because, you, were, I mean, just starting out, you're <laughs> yeah. like, you don't, you have no clue. You, you don't know. know. I mean, it's like yeah, the artist just, that first signs yeah. a deal. Right. Mm-hmm. And signs the damn 360. Right. Because right. he didn't know any better, and he just exactly. wanted to get on. You know yeah. what I mean? Now, people know. And, and so, you you know, you're better equipped to go into those uh, those situations. Um as far as, as 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 far as the 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 podcast, um, kind of what what was your energy behind um, calling it the Hatrix? The Hatrix, the Hatrix is because I believe when people tell the truth, people say you hate. Mm. A lot of t- a lot mm. of times, the truth can be viewed as hate. Right. So, and with me, like. On Facebook, I would I would I would say an opinion like I would say something about LeBron. I would say LeBron is you know four and six in the finals. That is a fact. But people would be like, oh, you hating on Bron? You hating on Bron? So I just said I'm gonna walk into it. I'm gonna call this show the Hatrix, mm. kind of like the Matrix, where you have to plug into it. You have to let's, plug in. Let's I like pl- that. Let's plug into my my truth. Mm-hmm. My truth. You may take it as trolling or he's wild. But I honestly feel these thoughts. Right. Like, even my girl be like, oh, you a troll. I'll be like, no, I really feel this way about this. Right. Because, like, um, like 6 9 To me, 6 9 he was a troll. He admitted it. Like, yeah, he, he, he sure. was a troll. Mm-hmm. He for was sure. a troll. And some people would call Charlemagne a troll. But mm-hmm. I don't believe Charlemagne's a troll all the time. Mm-hmm. I believe that when people think differently, I believe it's a cop-out now to say, oh, you're trolling. I agree. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you're trolling. Just because I don't have the same thoughts as you don't mean I'm trolling. I just right. have different thoughts. Right. Right. Yeah. I agree. I, yeah, totally. I agree. Speaking with that. of trolling, though, do do you on the flip side of that, do you get a lot of people who troll you because of your thoughts and your ideas? Yeah, but I um I enjoy that though. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah like, it's like it's like food for you almost. <laughs> yeah, like you like, just kind of take it in. Yeah. Like my my audience, like um I call them the prosper fog. Um, okay. my audience, I love them because they, they keep me on my shit. Okay. Cause I tell them, be like, I don't have fans. I don't, I don't have fans. I have supporters. Mm-hmm. A fan is like a fanatic. Mm-hmm. Like a fan is never going to tell you like, like, I hate seeing, I, I hate keep saying LeBron. They going to kill me. <laughs> they going to think I, I got to tell y'all the LeBron story, but, uh yeah, like like LeBron has fans, like with like they don't give a fuck what he does, right? Mm-hmm. Like they don't care. But me, I'm going to say you you don't want to take the shot in the last three seconds, right? Or Jay Z, I love Jay Z, but sometimes the um the shit with him and Nas and the, um the new record, yeah, that's not it. Mm-hmm. it, wasn't it. <laughs> that's not it. Right. But I love Ho. That don't mean I don't like Ho. Exactly. That just means that song wasn't it, right? Mm-hmm. No, I, I'm with you. A hundred, a hundred percent, and we talk, yeah, because there's no, there's no objectivity, right? You know what I'm saying, like, right. it, like you said, you they, there's a difference between a fan and a stand, and, and a lot of these dudes now are stands, stands. You know what I'm saying? Now, I think all of us are stands of something, somebody. It's just, oh, facts. It's, yeah. it's our, it's our DNA. You know what I mean? We, right. we, we attach ourselves to something because of a mentality, because of right. the swag, whatever it is. You know what I mean, but no, I think it's I think it's a, a great name and a and a great way to, you know, go at these people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I just wanted to be like my truth. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And um, but it, but tell y'all the LeBron stories. A lot of people's gonna ask, do I hate a personal hate for LeBron? 2009, I believe the All Star Game was here in Phoenix, mm-hmm. Arizona. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Le- there was a club in Scottsdale called Mist. I remember. And um. Derrick Rose is in there. Young Derrick Rose. Right. Young Derrick Rose. That's when the mist was like crazy. Right, right, right. right. Uh, D- Dwayne Wade in there. So I'm in there like I'm hosting or whatever. And then I'll be like, what's up, D-Wade? And D-Wade, oh, what's up, man? Like right. just happy, just like joyful. D-Rose, what up, D-Rose? So all these NBA players are like showing love. They don't know me. So I see LeBron coming down the stairs. Is it mist? There was these stairs. And like the, 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 um. <laughs> the whole club parts oh, ways. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. <laughs> right. It parts ways. And I just see this light, and it's like glowing. I'm like, what the fuck? And then you see LeBron, this mat, this big, it's a big nigga. Right, right, right. Big nigga. Six nine. Six nine. Two, 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 two seventy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, damn. And he's walking down with uh, Savannah, his wife. Okay. And so I'm like, oh shit. So I go up to him like, what's up, LeBron? And he gussed me. Like, he didn't shake my hand. He just kept walking. That's crazy. And ever since that moment, I'm like, man, fuck that nigga. Man. Right. I, 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 I get that. I, 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 I get, I get, I get it. Look, like, so for me, as a Lakers fan, right. I li- like, obviously, you get, at that time when he came over, the best player in the world, you're not going to say nothing. I don't care if you love right. him, hate him, whatever. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I root for him, but, you know, I come from the Kobe era. Me too. So so for years it was like Kobe versus LeBron, mm-hmm. and then you would have people years. Putting, mm-hmm. You would have people putting LeBron over Kobe, and I'm like, how? Yeah, no. <laughs> like, did y'all for, did y'all did y'all forget what what Kobe was doing mm-hmm. in his early twenties, mid twenties, mm-hmm. late twenties? Early thirties, like that stretch. <laughs> yeah, was that 2006 or seven? It was like Where 2000 he went crazy. Crazy. He went like a, a week where he scored over 50, 50 every, straight every game. Ridiculous. Then like, the game winning. Remember, he had like six game winners yeah, in a row. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and LeBron fans they forget that how the Kobe versus LeBron war was between the fans, right? Because they don't understand. To in my opinion, I believe Kobe has gotten slandered more than LeBron. Because big I, time. I remember the Colorado case. They was killing Kobe. Mm. Killing him. When Kobe couldn't, when Shaq left and Kobe couldn't win without Shaq. Killing him. I've never seen nobody get killed that hard. Yeah. Like, people forget it. Yeah. I was in barbershops. They was like, oh, Kobe had nothing. He's trash. He ain't never going to win without Shaq. Mm-hmm. Never going to win without Shaq. Mm-hmm. And 
I use that one of my inspirations too because I love the under like when Kobe broke through like I I dropped a tear when he finally yeah. got his ring yeah. I was mm-hmm. I was happy for that yeah man. yeah and you are, and it's funny you say that too is because I was watching something the other day where they were talking about how I think it was Shannon Sharp was saying this was like when Kobe was playing everybody was oh he's a ball hog he won't pass the ball blah 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 right as soon as he retired it was mama mentality. Mm. So the narrative changed once he wasn't playing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And it, and his his point was, we don't appreciate it in the moment. You know what I mean? But as soon as it's gone, we change the narrative mm-hmm. to make to make it seem like, oh, we always love Kobe. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, it wasn't right. that way. Right. No, a lot no, of people no, no, no. did not like Kobe. Mm-hmm. You know no. what I mean? Or that mentality. And it, they praised Jordan for it. But then again, if you go back, they had there was a lot of slander on Jordan before he finally started winning. Right, right. Because he was getting his ass cooked. Cooked mm-hmm. by Peter Vesey. Um, cooked. But that was in magazines. They right. was destroying Jordan. And with Kobe, um, do, do you remember when, um, damn, when, um, what was that fucking, what was that fucking game? Um, no. Was it during the case? Yeah, d- dur- during the case, and like he, and I think he went off, right? He was just cooking. He was killing. But him. the media was just slandering this man, Le- right? Left and right, yeah. like mm. I remember when, um, remember when they leaked a video of Kobe training, no practice with, um, what's his name, Nick, Nick Young, yeah, uh-huh. and Kobe went that practice and cussed everybody, everybody out. out. Yeah, and he got he got the media destroyed him for that. Right now they praise that moment. Right. Right, yeah, it's so right. weird how that happens. The flip, yeah, why just the, fl- flip. the flip as soon as he retired, he yeah. was the devil. Like, when yeah. they, they was like, Oh, he's not good for basketball, yeah, why is he doing this? We hate the way he plays, mm-hmm. he's a ball, ball blah, hog, blah, 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 yeah. Blah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Do you remember when um, they had him mic'd up for the for the Knicks game? Was it was in LA, and this is the first time I've ever heard Kobe mic'd up, mm-hmm. and he was talking the entire game. Right. Like, pal, you need to do this. Right. Like, he to... knew everybody's position. I was like, God damn, Kobe. Right. 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 <laughs> like, he was riding yeah. you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Pal, what are you doing? What are you doing? Right. And then everybody's like, oh, that's too much. But now, if LeBron did that, that's good leadership. Well, they're asking LeBron to do right. it. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're they're saying, Bron, why, why, why aren't you doing it? Right. You know what I mean? So... <laughs> right. It's you, you can't win. You can't win. <laughs> you can't win. You know what I mean? We know that. We know that. I want to go back to the Hatrix real quick, and okay. uh, I want to ask why uh, do you live stream? Mm-hmm. Is there a is there a point to live streaming? To do you going li- live? Yeah, going live, and and is it because you get to see like a chat or interact with people? Is yeah, as opposed reason? to like like recording it, it, editing it. Like you're it you're out. going straight off the gate. Yeah, yeah. I I like the live streams. I like the interaction. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I definitely love the interaction to, to talk talk to my audience um and it's more it's more of like a um, live is more of like a, a therapy session to me okay. mm. because it, it it makes you kind of vulnerable like you can't mm. edit enough and and it, and it makes me better at when I do record and edit I can be more like professional and um I just like going live because I've always hosted live um the interaction, um, the support, like people like support, like when you go live, like, like the supporters, like they'll hit your cash app, man. Like that's fire. <laughs> like they'll, they'll be like, I look at the cash app. I'll be like, man, I appreciate y'all. That's dope. Um, like I had got a roadcaster pro and my yeah. whole, my supporters bought that for me. Yeah. No, I nice. saw that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, God damn! I was like, I want to get this Rodecaster Pro. I just the cash had to start blowing up to go fund me. So I'm like, dang, like, like it's crazy for me being that I was like so much hated in the Arizona hip hop scene to mm-hmm. see the flip with love, kind of like the Kobe situation. Why do you think that is? I don't. I think I don't know. I think I think certain people in Arizona hip hop they love that I'm nobody's fan. And, okay. and that I'm going to tell you how it is because there's certain people in Arizona hip hop that you know they have an interest they have a you know of course like they have an interest they getting paid that way and I don't knock that but to me I've always been about the art so if I don't like the art I don't give a fuck if you have a million followers a million streams I don't give a damn about that I don't care how much money you got 
if the art is trash to me, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, I don't like the art. Yeah. And people like that because these artists, they care about the art. Some of them do. Right. So they want somebody to be like, okay, he's, he's speaking that real. Okay. Like, um, like daily finesse. You heard of him? He's mm-hmm. out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Daily, daily. Now, um, daily's he's incredible. He's nice. Uh-huh. Yeah. He, um, he had dropped a freestyle with Bootleg Kev, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and he was reading off his phone. Him and his other artists. I remember, and I and I killed him for it. Mm-hmm. Like I was like, like I don't care. Like you just don't read off your phone. I understand uh, in, that. in that moment for sure. In that moment, where you where you know you're gonna be recorded and on video for it. You right. Because I mean? yeah. I'm from that era. Like y'all probably from that era too. Rap City era. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You, oh yeah. Can you go no- to the basement and grab your phone with Tigger? No. No. <laughs> no. No, no, you had to be in there. You had to really have bars. Yeah. Like, even if you freestyling, mm. and we could tell you freestyling, right. at least you, at least we know it's like, okay, it's a free, but he's still going hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, like Drake, when Drake pulled out his phone, off, like, I'm a big Drake supporter. When Drake pulled out his phone on Funk Flex, I was like, what the fuck is he doing? Yeah. What is he doing? But yeah. I, you know what I think, though? That I think that <laughs> moment changed. It changed. changed it for a lot of people because mm-hmm. then it was like, well, if Drake can do it then and I can do get it. away with yeah. it, right. in a sense, like people talked about it, but then it, it went away. Then everybody else was like, well, shoot, I'm pulling out my phones. There. Now everybody knows that people are showing up with written. Right, right, You right. know what I mean? Right. So it's nothing for them to be like, yo, I'm going to slip this right here. <laughs> and drop some bars and read over yeah, it. Yeah, you know what I mean? They're always rapping like this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, but with Daily... I, I was critical of him, but then the 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 brother went ahead and dropped three classics, mm-hmm. and I had to give him his flowers. Right, and I, that's just like that's real. Like, that's the way it's supposed to you be. You want to tell me when it's wrong, but you going to tell me when it's right, right. too. Mm-hmm. So I think me and him, he respected that. Like he put me on his new album. Like I'm gonna be on his fire. new album. Yeah, that's fine. And um, I think that's the connection that I have with artists. Some 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 artists just don't fuck with it at all. Got you. Like they just hate. They hate tone. Like they <laughs> like they not fuck with me. Yeah. Do you think that's? Do you think that's from, from before? Like you think that's just based on kind of the history of how you. I think things? so because you're right. Um, younger artists, like the younger artists that really don't know me from six hundred two streets dot com. That's like, oh, that's message boards. Mm-hmm. Into MySpace and the Twitter, they don't know. They just know me as the Hatrix or right. the podcast. Mm-hmm. So. Younger artists love me. Right. And I love the younger artists. I, I really don't try to be critical of younger artists because I remember my dad being critical of Tupac and but my dad didn't understand Tupac. Right. Mm. Right. You know what I'm saying? And right. I, I'm old I'm an old nigga, so I, maybe I don't understand what these young kids are going through because I'm not out there no more. Right. So I try not to be like overcritical, but right. sometimes if the music trash, it is it's trash. trash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I, know it. Right. I say it all the time. Like yeah. there's, there's a lot of new stuff that I love. I love Lil Baby. I think Ooh, Lil Baby, Baby goes crazy. Yeah. I think Dub Baby goes yeah. crazy. There's a lot of young artists that are fire. We talk about this all the time. Right. I mean, somebody who I was a fan of, fan of that just dropped off the earth, which I don't know how and why, was Fetty Wap. Like early oh. Fetty Wap stuff was fired to me, and then he started making trash music. Like his last three yeah, albums yeah. have been trash. Bro, True. nobody had a starting run. No. Yeah, was it eight in a row? He had eight singles, at least six singles. Yeah, he was going hard. That was going crazy. Fire. Then he just fall off the earth. You're right. I have to blame Alexa Sky for that. His baby mama. Yeah, you mm. think so? Yeah, she had toxic yams. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she's toxic. She has toxic yams. I gotta blame Alexa. Some expired yams. Yeah. <laughs> Something's wrong. Oh, in a best They've been in the cupboard too long. Oh, oh shit. Yeah, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What, what do you think of the the hip hop scene today? What, what is your opinion about it? Is mm. it? Um, well, as a, compared to when I was rapping. The hip hop scene right now is light years ahead, talent wise, business wise. Right. Like the rappers right now, like the talent level is just amazing. Like there was no rappers in my era that could. Well, there was one. Rest in peace. His name's Carnegie. Do y'all remember Carnegie? I remember Carnegie. Mm-hmm. Carnegie from Silver Medallion. Carnegie. Oh, um, man, Carnegie was fire. Ahead of his time. Was. Fire. Fire. Oh, man. Rest in peace, man. I forgot about Carnegie, Yeah, rest in peace, Carnegie. Um, 
God, he, he was the first, like, to wear, like, when I seen him in, not the first, but to, like, the way his clothing style was. His, he was a superstar, bro. Yeah, and, like, the funny color hair. Yeah. Now the kids are doing that now. Yeah. He was doing that back then. So he was one of the ones that was ahead of his time. But outside of that, I mean, Willie North Pole, that was one of my favorite local rappers. Like, I... I still have a, a place in my heart for Willie. I don't care what they yeah. say. Like he's probably one of the people. Like I would never be objective with. I, like there's certain artists I admit. Like I'm never gonna slander them. Right. Like Willie, he's just one of those artists. Um, Juice, who's now Richie. Richie. Oh, Richie yeah. Evans. I, I used to rap with him back in the day. Um, the thing with Juice is, like what he's doing now, he just didn't drop enough music. He, right. He would always just have pictures in the studio, like looking fly. But I'd be like, "Man, where the music at?" Like, yeah. I always see you in the studio, but I hear the music. Juice's Juice's mixtapes back in the day though were were Ooh, fire. Yeah, with when the, he was uh, on Black Wall Street, yeah. bro. Like now, Juice is dropping consistent music. Yeah, that and I it's always, good. And it's good. Yeah. I always thought that he could do. Mm-hmm. Now he's killing the game. Yeah. And like, I always felt like Juice would always try to like. Chase radio a little bit because he's Sometimes. from that era, right? Where you need that radio. You hit. need the radio hit. But I was like, if Juice just makes street music, his fans would fucking eat that up, right? They would eat right. it up because they love when he talked that, yeah, that braggadocious, just, just that talk, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like Ju- Juice is, he's cooking in this new era. He is. I can't even hate on him. He's cooking. No, nah, yeah, he's, he's had some fire <laughs> shit come out recently, man, um, for sure. But yeah, right now the scene is like way better because um. My favorite rapper right now is um, J. Rob the Chief. Mm-hmm. Um, he like he should be out there making millions. Um, Judge the boss, even judges from my era yeah, of rapping. Yeah, yeah, judges from that era. And he's transcended into this new era. Um, yeah, yeah, big time. There's an artist by the name of Trap Money, AK. Mm-hmm. He's like a, uh, from the South Side, like a West Coast artist. He's crazy. There's an artist named Yante who had a song called Side Black Man. Which is side nigga, but I call it side black man, <laughs> uh, which is fire. It's just so many artists right now, new artists that are just mm-hmm. killing my era, like just whooping ass. Got you. Yeah. 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 Well, I would, I would, I agree with that. And I just, but the, the problem is, is like if you go on to like Apple Music or Spotify mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you just can't find any of that. You know, find like the, the, music. The, the stuff that they, they promote. Right. Basically, you know, we had TJ Supa on. Last last week, or, uh-huh. and uh, we were kind of talking about, um, you know, Apple Music and, and Spotify right. become the new FM radio. Facts. And I really think that it's so hard because I think there's there is a lot of talent. I like where music is going because again, technology is at, at our fingertips, right? And we got all this stuff, and these kids are doing these amazing things, but nobody's really hearing it. Like mm. a mass majority of people are here. You mean not like here. local, like the like, local like artists? even local, yeah, local artists, right? You know, um, and you know, I just wish there was a spot or a place like an Apple Music that you could go to, you know, that was specifically for something. Well, go to a uh, Bandcamp. A lot of people sleep on Bandcamp. Um, that's where you can like buy like the music because right now certain people don't even think you could buy music like. If I like an artist, I will go to iTunes and buy the album. Mm-hmm. Right. Some people just letting the, the Apple Music, which is cool, but I'm like, I want to actually support, support these artists right. and buy buy it, uh, buy the merch. I remember back in the day, nobody was buying merch like nobody that. Nobody was doing mm-hmm. merch. Nobody. Now today, nobody merch was is, even doing merch. Right. Uh, you have like maybe one or two artists that would be at the front mm-hmm. door, like get my merch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And most right. of the time, you was walking right by that shit. Like, that's all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm good. Like, yeah, I, but now it's, it's mandatory. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it sells out. Like when um Chris Brown, whatever he drops an album, all you see is his fans like, "I need the merch now." Right. Drop the merch right. link. Right. <laughs> Drop uh, the merch link now. Right, right. That's a fact, bro. That's a fact. Yeah. Mer- that's uh, every, that's all. Like that's the new age, though, man. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's because. And shout out, you know, shout out to, to technology because we have the opportunity to do shit like this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and, and that's because now you can. Now you can mm-hmm. get on and create your own clothing store virtually. Virtually. You know what I'm mm-hmm. So yeah. and speaking of that, I want to talk about um, 
you you have this thing, pay your legends. Where, where did that come from? Mm, PY, PYL, pay your legends. Yeah. Um, what year was this? Um, eight, 17, 18? 2018. Okay. Um, it was my birthday. It was my birthday. It was coming up. And I was like, man, I, I kind of want to go into the club, you know, celebrate my birthday. I've been retired from the club. I was like, I want to go celebrate. So I was like, let me hit my promoter friends up and see what they can do for me. And um, I hit one promoter up. And then I had worked with this promoter for years. Okay. I made him a lot of money. Um, and I was like, I didn't feel like he was taking care of me the right way. Got you. So I'm like, I feel like. I feel like I'm a legend in the city. And I got that from Russ. Y'all know Russ, right? Mm -hmm. Russ is like, don't don't wait for somebody to crown you. Right. Don't wait for like a, a twelve year old internet dweeb to to affect your legacy when you right. know you've put in work. So mm -hmm. I was like, shit, I feel like I'm a legend in that space. Right. In that club space. So I was like, um, I got on Instagram. I was like, I want to have my birthday party. I want to know which promoter wants to book me. I was like, I need four bottles, and I don't want no sparklers. Like, I don't want nobody bring no sparklers to my table. I just want my bottles and sit <laughs> and at Do my seat. thing, right. right. And then that shit went local viral. Uh, so all the promoters is like, oh, I can do this for you. I can do this for you. And I was like, y'all need to pay y'all legends, man. Like, the old like the uh, the rock cams the uh, right pay pay them legends pay like legends, yeah. hip hop's the only form of music where the old niggas get slandered they do they do get I was cooked. just thinking about this mm -hmm. the other day yeah they like do. rock music they live love forever love the legends yeah mm -hmm. Aerosmith and mm -hmm. them they always want to get their flowers you have you you have to acknowledge them right in order to be in the game and stay right. in the game yeah right and in hip hop like. Uh, I believe Capadonna years ago was driving a cab or something and they were slandering Capadonna and I'm like do you know what Capadonna's done for hip hop right. lyrically right. like rap wise right. and um, legends like E-40 and Too Short mm -hmm. and even them old East Coast niggas like Cormega and mm -hmm. um, Tragedy Gaddafi mm -hmm. like to me those are legends because they affected my life as like a kid Right. so I'm like you have to pay your legends and then all the old promoters is like, oh no, tone on some bullshit. But the youngest promoter was the one that plugged him. That's crazy. And um, I forgot his fucking name. Um, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna tag you, bro. He was the youngest promoter, and he was like, you know what, tone? I fuck with you. Come have a a, a night on me. It was at um the Mint. Damn, I want to give him his flowers. I forgot his name though. Um, I'll, I'll put a clip up and you, yeah, you, you, yeah. you can tag him for sure. I tag him, yeah, for sure. Um, he gave like he gave me my flowers, and it was crazy that I was a young, it was a young black man, young young promoter, and he just he treated my family right. That's dope. Yeah, like that's it nice. was fire, but all the old promoters like, oh, like, fuck you, Tom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, fuck out, fuck out, fuck out of here, fuck out of here. <laughs> so I was like, that's yeah, funny, like yeah. pay legends, and it just became like a movement. Dope. So that's the oh movement. yeah, that's dope. I love it. I love that. Um, yeah. I wanted to ask you kind of a two-part question. Uh -huh. um, if if you can say or if you can remember your favorite event and least favorite event that you hosted slash promoted. Mm. You, can, you can do either one first. I'll, I'll let you choose. <laughs> favorite event. Your favorite and your least favorite. If you can say or if you can remember... Okay, my favorite event. Um, damn, it's I'm trying to. It's between two. That was like my my fucking favorite. Okay. Um, one of my I can say my favorite event. It was a um it was an Urban AZ show. Okay. Salute Derek Ware. Uh, salute Mercedes. Um, it was the the hip hop. No, it was it was an R and B fest. Okay. And it's where they had Keith Sweat, Fire. Joe, Fire. Avant, Fire, nice. and like. This keep, was the keep going. Yeah, keep, <laughs> keep going. going. It was uh, <laughs> silk. Your legends. Yeah, man. It, was, it was silk. It was all them was there, and like, like I've never been. I never been like starstruck when I'm around celebrities. I always act the same, but the first like, I got starstruck at this moment. Oh man, when so we're in the back. We're in the backstage, right? Then the door. Every time I see somebody legendary, like it's always fucking light and shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so the 
the light open and then I see this person walk in and I, I look at their wrist first and it's shining like it's really blinging so I'm like mm-hmm. that's real diamonds okay um, then the shoes is just just shiny clean Silky. and he walk in and it's Keith Sweat and I'm like that's the first I was like now mm-hmm. that is like a celebrity like mm-hmm. he walk in he say hi to security everybody and then he, he Keith Sweat's all, already on that bullshit saying I'm a little bit under the weather Every show, Keith Sweat say he under the weather. Okay. So he's like, yeah, I'm a little bit under the weather. I'll see if I can go tonight. I don't know if I can go tonight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm like, all right. So he's back there. He get on stage. This nigga just starts singing the fucking roof off. <laughs> Live. Nice. No vocals. Just killing, killing just it. Killing it. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Like, I was like, he put on a show. Like, this is art right now. That's like, what you're watching is like art right here. That's fine. And, um. The worst show, dang, man. A if you of, can say, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> if you can say, like, the worst event that the you... The worst show. Okay. The worst show, it was um this pool party. Okay. It was this pool party at this club called Spanish Fly. Okay. They can't, they, they, they uh, tore it down in Scottsdale. So all my friends, they were going to this other pool party. Okay. Which was cracking. Okay. Okay. I mean, like, just Lit. a movie. Okay. Like, I think, um, I think that night somebody had cracked a hundred bottles. Like, they really bought a hundred bottles. That's crazy. So, I'm at this Spanish fly pool party. They had already paid me, and it's dead as fuck. So I have to stay here for four, four hours. hours. Mm-hmm. Nobody's in the club. Everybody's at the other pool party. <laughs> that sucks. And then at that time, I'm trying not to drink no more. So I'm just looking at the liquor like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, might need, I, might, I might need to relapse real quick. You remember quick. that movie Flight? Yeah. With Denzel? When mm-hmm. Denzel was looking mm-hmm. at the damn mini bar? Yeah. That's what I, I'm just looking at the bar like, man, I should drink. But ain't nobody, like, why am I going to drink? Right. There ain't no hoes here. Like, like what am I going to drink gonna for? Do? Yeah. And that, yeah, that was, that was terrible. Damn. That was the worst event ever. That ha- especially, <laughs> especially yeah. when you when know, when you know that down the road, it's, it's like, over yeah, here. it's right. cracking over yeah. there. It's, like, it's that moving was down yeah. over here on this right. side of town. <laughs> and you just sit there with the uh, the old school slow. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, it's tough for promoters, man. Like, <laughs> it has to be. Like, like, the promoter, like, the anxiety of the actual promoter, like, you see it from the beginning of the night because he mm-hmm. goes out there. He trying to see if there's a line out there. There's no line. So he's tweeting like, yeah, we just getting started. Like, so people's like, then they tweeting him like, yo, what's it looking like in there? So he trying to take a picture of the corner of the club where the most people's at. And behind him, nobody's in the fucking club. Mm. So he's all like, oh, it's cracking. So people show up, be like, oh, nigga, you lied. We want to go over here. Mm-hmm. It's just that anxiety. Like, that's a stressful job. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You got any uh, coming up? Uh Shows? shows? Uh, do I got a show coming up? No, not right now. No. no? Um, well, Big, uh, there's a rapper right here named Big Doobie and West, West Prey is an old school rapper yeah, too. Yeah, shout out to West Prey. West Prey, that's my guy. Um, they got a show coming up um, May some. No, June June 24th at okay. Antro, yeah. I'll okay. Be, I'll be up there. Nice. Nice. What else? Is there What what, what else? Is, uh, is there anything next? What's in the next chapter for Two-Tone and the Hatrix and anything um, you got planned? Anything? Yeah, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna start doing um street interviews. Okay. Yeah, I just I just bought me a reporter microphone. Okay, nice. Yeah. Well, actually my my man John sent it to me. Um a reporter microphone and I'm about to go out in Scottsdale at nighttime. Okay. And just start interviewing drunk people and see if they can win some money and get some content that wise. Um that way um even though I hate Scottsdale, like I'm just a I used to work there, I just hate Scottsdale. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's not for um it's mm-hmm. not for black people. Mm-mm. It's not for us. Now. <laughs> it's, it's not for black. No, it's not. It's yeah. not. And yeah. they say it too. Mm. Yeah, they tell it's, you it's not with the uh, the, art, the Asian brother out there. With mm-hmm. uh, I forgot the guy, and he yeah. was like, "Yeah, this is a no n word zone." Yeah. I was like, the way he said it was so calm. Was mm-hmm. calm, like, "Oh, you've had this conversation before." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. Um, no, so I, I I try to stay away from there as much yeah. as possible. That would be a dope show, though. I I really do because like. 
going just going out on the street and talking to people and yeah. and, and i and the content that i've seen of, of yours you know yeah. i could just see that really being really funny yeah and just really dope yeah. man just to yeah. to get people you know especially when yeah. they're a little bit drinking a yeah. little bit you know the stuff that comes yeah. out and you could probably say some things they probably wouldn't even know that you were yeah. saying something i want to do like basic like math questions and current okay. events to see if they can answer it on the moment and um go That'd from there far. I got a, I got another question for yeah. you. Just popped in my head as you said, talked about the Scottsdale thing. Why Why do you think that, like, no matter what, we just stay there? Like, there's downtown, mm. there's mm. other places. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. Like Bobby Q's back in the day, Cracking. used to be popping. That was that was in Glendale. You know what I'm saying? Cracking. Like, in, damn near in the hood, but it was popping. Right. You know what I mean? Like, why Why do we continue to just keep plugging over there and and not Either for one, create our own, right? Which I know it takes a lot of money and licenses and all mm-hmm. that, but you could get a team of brothers together and figure it out, right? Or just stay the hell away from there. There's downtown. There's other areas other, that you can Tempe. go. Tempe, Tempe. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why are we? What is it? What because is the lore? Because you would know better than I would. Because for a long time, Scottsdale, back in the day, they would not let they would not let brothers in the Scottsdale clubs, right? Right, so for real, what the Asian, what the Asian brother has said was true. Like, you couldn't, like, if you was gonna go to a club in Scottsdale, you couldn't walk to the door with five black people. Right. You would say, okay, let's go two at a time. I'm gonna be back here. You're gonna be back here if you crewed up, mm-hmm. because the bouncer's gonna be like, oh, it's too many of y'all. Mm-hmm. Then you gotta make sure your dress game was on fire. Like, if you had Jordans, if you were black. You're not getting in the club. Right. You got to make sure you got some nice shoes on. Um, so they wouldn't let us in. And then the club started dying over there. And the first thing, when clubs start dying, with the prom- when the club's about to die, the owner of the club says, we need to drain as much money as we can out of this club. So what's a quick way for us to drain the money out of this club? Let's get a black promoter and just give it to him. So they hired a black promoter, and and if you have a black promoter that has a fan base, we're like, look, I got a Saturday in Scottsdale. Black people, we right, out there because right, we spend money. Like right. black people, we we spend money. Right. So when the club's about to die, they'll get the black promoter, drain all the money, then then to the black promoter, ah, oh, the club's about to close. You got to go somewhere else. So our buying power was so strong. Now we're cemented in there. Right. Like some of those owners got smart. Be like, they're bringing the most money out mm. here. Right. They buying the most. They're they're spending five hundred dollars on thirty dollar bottles of Ciroc that you can get at Fry's. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just ignorant if you think about it. It, it is just mm-hmm. ignorant. It is. That's it why is, I stay away mm-hmm. from it. But you know, yeah, it's ignorant. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. Yeah. And then the owners is like, well, shit, they don't own the club, and so now all the promoters is just like, shit, we'll go down there. We'll make money a percentage off the bar. We're not even gonna charge cover. We just gonna make a percentage off the bar, and it's that mentality of, um, I believe Malcolm X had said it when Malcolm X was like, a black person will move to a white neighborhood and they'll say, "I'm the only nigga out here." Right. That mentality. Right. In Scottsdale, it's the same mentality. Got you. I'm partying in Scottsdale. Got you. I mm. got money. Right. I'm getting paid. Right. Not knowing downtown's a better party. It mm-hmm. is. Tempe's a, a better, definitely a definitely better party. Definitely a better party. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, they forgot the party aspect. Right. Now it's, when I go to the club, like, when you go to the club now, it's all this. Yeah. 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 Everybody. Everybody. Club, every, nobody. Everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Everybody, it's, it's a, look where we at. Look what we doing now. Yeah, mm. we doing TikToks. I mean, look what I'm doing. Look at I'm in the section. I remember back in the day, you could be at the bar and still be cool. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. I could play the bar. Give me a little uh, mm. Coors Light, Tall Neck. Mm-hmm. Now they look at you at the bar like, oh, this, oh, he's at the bar. Right. I'm in my table. You know right. what I'm saying? Mm. I'm in like they look. They look down Damn. upon you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm in, I'm in my table, and I think that. We just have a fatuation of being in Scottsdale, mm-hmm. and I say this respectfully. You, you, young, you, young white brother, mm-hmm. that they, they, we've always wanted, we've always wanted um, 
what's the word I'm trying to say? Validation, validation, validation from, from, from white people. Mm -hmm. That's just embedded into us. Mm -hmm. So when we feel that when we in Scottsdale, we like, oh, I'm that guy. Right. I'm that guy. But the party is not there. Right. Not saying, no, don't get me wrong. Scottsdale has great people in there. I love Scottsdale fashion. That's my favorite mall, period. Right. Because mm-hmm. I feel it's a culture. Like, that's a staple of culture. Like, right. when you go to Scottsdale fashion. Um, but the club scene specifically, no, that's not That's not. Yeah. That's not it. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. That's not it. Man. That's not it. <laughs> 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 and the same thing with, like, like with, like, Arizona, like, hip-hop. Like um, what I'm noticing with the like the the pay to play, like I was a um, a big proponent of artists. You got to get their money. Like you got to pay the artists. You got to pay the artists. Mm-hmm. I'm right. still on that. You still got to pay the mm-hmm. artists. But what I'm noticing now is stage junkies, which niggas that just want to perform. Mm. They just want to perform. Mm. They don't care about nothing else. But let me get on the stage, grab the mic, put my music. You ain't got no merch table. You ain't collecting email addresses. Right. You're not, you're not treating us like a, you're not networking. Right. You're not. I don't know if you, you 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 would consider that practice, but when you perform, you have to make sure like, well, it all depends on what you're trying to do with this. Like, if you want to pay your bills off rap, like, this is my passion. I want to pay my mm-hmm. bills off rap. Right. Treat it like a business. You have to. Right. And they don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, say, for Moneybag Yo, right? Mm-hmm. Um, say, Moneybag Yo, you want to open up for Moneybag Yo, they're going to charge you two, two bands to open up. Some may say, oh, that's not worth it. But if this is your passion... And you're going to pay that 2000 Now treat it like a business. Make sure everything, okay, I'm performing. I have my girls in the crowd. Right. They got my T-shirt on. Right. And they're getting, all, they're getting Instagram addresses. Mm-hmm. They're getting email because you need data. You're trying to collect data. I got my merch booth. Some people just pay the money to just go perform. Right. And got then, you. And then if I'm a consumer and I'm watching a show, I didn't come to see you. Right. I can't mm-hmm. say money back. Yo. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I don't even remember you. Right. 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 Right, and you walked away, <laughs> walked away with nothing to remember them by. Right. No merch, no town. No, but, yeah. but is that is that because of of social media though? You think like you just just being on well, just performing. Like, is it just because of the? You think it's the love of performing? Like they just want to be up there and just just wrap up. Be yeah, up like I, look at me. The spotlight's on me. Or is it because like social media wise, like I could put this just you know for myself, like. I'm, I'm up on stage no, or whatever. It could be some, like, I would think that it would be that way, but some of them, they don't perform, like, they don't treat their performance as art. Mm-hmm. So they're not, they're not putting nothing into the stage show. I could see if got like, you. if y'all like, okay, I got my dancers behind me, they doing moves. So when, right. when you watch me, like, oh shit, I'm entertained. But if you up there just with 12 dudes, jumping around, right. jumping around, and oh, I gotcha. can't tell, yeah. mm-hmm. I can't tell who's the artist. Right. Right. Like, right. who's the artist? Like, who, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get you. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Is it Wu-Tang? Like, right. don't get me wrong. I like posse cuts. Like, right. when Biggie did Party and Bullshit and he brought all them mm. on stage, I like that. Like, when Wu-Tang, like, I like that shit. With Mob Deep, I like that. But I still knew who the Prodigy and was. Have was. Right. Mm-hmm. right, I still know, okay, that's Capadonna, that's Meth, right. that's mm-hmm. You God. Um, Facts. I don't know. Like in that aspect, as your previous question about Arizona hip hop, mm-hmm. I believe back then the business was better. Okay. Now, even though there is some new new artists on a business, a lot of new artists right now they just happy to be here. Right. Mm. And gotcha. you don't have to be in this era. You don't. Because you have this phone right here. Yep. And then you can easily look up. Okay, how do I get my ASCAP, my BMI? How do I do this? All the information's out there. Right. Yeah. But now they just like, shit, I'll go perform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you get your press kits? How do you get all that, bro? Right. Yeah, it's I mean, it's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, as we know. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's there. It's Same easy thing work like now. y'all know with pod and like with pod and like us as podcasters, we have to compete with rappers now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy. Like we compete with so much different things, like Okay, it's Friday night. Should I go see the movie? Or if I go see the movie, or should I watch Netflix? 
So on the hierarchy, your music is <laughs> below here. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> right. So what's going to get me to be able to stream your podcast? What's going to get me to be able to mm-hmm. watch your podcast? Right. It has, it has to be something, uh, uh, entertainment value. And um, a lot of a lot of artists, they don't have their business right. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. I think a lot of these niggas need advisors. I, I agree. Oh, yeah. Not managers, mm-hmm. advisors. advisors. Yeah, I agree. Like, I agree. But there's also there's also a level of how we were, how we were saying earlier is the lack of respect for the OGs. Mm, mm. So a lot of times it's like, well, it's either well you didn't make it, right? You're not doing it. That mentality. Mm-hmm. So how are you gonna tell me how to do it, right? Well, I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm telling you how not to do it. And right, right now. You do it all the same shit that mm-hmm. put me in the same position, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Or even, or you're not on a level. So even if you're doing it and you're making money off of it, but you're not on a Drake level or on a Snoop level or something right, like that. So right. they're like, well, you're not mainstream. So right. why should I listen yeah, to you? Yeah, why should I listen to mm-hmm. you? And what I've noticed is you can't cheat the game. You can't. Mm-hmm. You can't. I've tried to cheat the game. Mm-hmm. I went pod and I was like, shit, I'm going to go ahead and get this little USB mic and do it. But Everybody be like, people messaging me like, yo, um, how can I get a background for you? How could I do that? So I'm like, damn, they must think my shit fucking trash in the background. Right, right. <laughs> they telling me that, but they trying to help me. So you have to spend money you do. on this mm-hmm. art shit. Like, you do. y'all, y'all got these mics, y'all got these lights, y'all spending money, y'all investing into it. Because mm-hmm. you know what? You know that shit's going to come back to you. Right. right. And with rappers, s- certain rappers, they cheat the game. Yeah, they mm-hmm. try. They try. They say, "Okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go buy me 200 YouTube beats for five dollars." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then let's say one of those. Hit, let's see one of those. One of those songs pop right. Now the producer's like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, I own that." Yeah, that was at least don't. Right. Yeah, you're not performing that. Right. <laughs> right. Cash me out. Right. Instead of you finding a local producer, mm-hmm. be like, "Yo, working with them. Let me lock in with my local guy." Yep. Let me do the business right with him, so I own I own this production, I own this. So mm-hmm. let's say I get a hit. Now all my business is straight. Mm-hmm. A lot of people they try to cheat the game. Yeah. I've learned you can't cheat this game. You can't, right? You can't. So, yeah, great shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> great shit. Would you go live uh, with uh, the Hatrix? Oh, I go live. Uh, I go live on Mondays and Tuesdays. Okay. Um. Mondays and Tuesdays I go live. Um, my my friend LMG, which is Tom. Y'all got you you know network, LMG. Uh-uh. The the Wayne Kang. Mm. Y'all got to get the Wayne Kang in here. They was having a chicken beef over in the streets over there over there in Phoenix <laughs> with the um, niggas is making their own chicken like mm-hmm. hot wings. Okay. And like it was like dope. Like if you was on somebody's block eating chicken, the other nigga be like, Oh, why you over there? You ain't come fucking with me. Like it's real. Like the chicken beef is real out here. I'm not even trolling. Somebody on Facebook, somebody put a 40 piece wing hit on this one guy's head. What? Yeah. 40 piece wing hit. Lemon pepper wet. No, I'm Get him out of there. Yeah, my bro. No, but he um LMG, he does a show on Wednesdays. So we kinda um we got this thing called like black media. Okay. Um where it's me, um LMG, which is network, and then we got um Certified Savage Show, which yep. is the girl Ashley Hudson yep, yep, and KJ. Yep. And we um we was like, since the rappers can't be united, why can't we just be united? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And like with y'all, hopefully we can talk, we can add y'all for sure into that too, where we just support every we just we just support each other. Okay. So LMG drops on Wednesdays and then the girls is two black women, incredible show. Yeah, we've seen the show for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. They the only two black women that's doing like a pod. In AZ that I've seen, yeah. Mm-hmm. So we and do it like so Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays. We just do it, kind of like um like it's like we was in New York, 
You go to Power 105, you go right. to Hot 97, you right. stop by Joe Button. Right. Right. So it's like that. So say they do my show, they come do y'all pod, and they go do LMG's pod. Gotcha. So we just, That's we all fire. supporting each other. That's mm-hmm. dope. I love yeah, that. Yeah, I love it too. I love that. Well, we're going to get you out of here, Tom. Uh, but we appreciate you coming by. Appreciate y'all, yeah. man. Great uh, talk. Thanks, thanks for making the trip. Mm-hmm. Um, all the way out to Cali. The Hatrix. Yes, <laughs> right, yeah. Welcome to Cali. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, the Hatrix, every Monday, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, what time What time do you go normally? Uh, usually at 7 p.m. Okay. 7 p.m. I go on for about, about an hour and a half. Um, follow me on my Instagram, too, because that's when I drop yeah. my everyday like yeah. hot topic yeah, videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so I do those. Um, TikTok, um, TikTok, like y'all on TikTok? No, no. Get on TikTok. Okay. <laughs> even even with this, you do now. Okay. Because I started on TikTok, I was like, man, this shit for kids. But my girl was like, get on there, get on there. So I started out doing like reviews for chicken wings. I was the chicken wing tester. Your song that you got, bro. The chicken wings. Song. Do the chicken wings. Do the chicken wings. Wing. Oh, what do we have here? Like, oh. <laughs> so I was doing oh. that. It was cool, but I'm like, I mean, I'll still do it. It's funny. But I was like, man, let me put my clips on there. Mm-hmm. And then I put a, a Kwame Brown clip on there. I got my Kwame Brown. I, I saw that. Yeah. I saw that. And then that shit went to 70,000 views. That's crazy. Then I got all these. I'm like, TikTok right now is where the most engagement at. I reckon y'all get on there. Okay. That is where the most engagement. Because TikTok is an app where <clears throat> you have somebody like 60 years old. They're not trying to do TikToks. Mm-hmm. They just want to watch. So there's more watchers than people that do TikTok. Okay. Got you. All right. So I would, yeah. Get yeah, on we'll that. definitely right. look into it for sure. Yeah, so I'm on, follow me on TikTok, um, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter, that's my favorite app of all time. Everything happens in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, like somebody could be getting jumped and somebody can be at the fight like, yo, they jumping them right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they tweeting like it's, it's the best app. So follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram, and my I'm getting my YouTube up there too. So all okay. those, all two tone superstar, add two tone superstar, mm-hmm. yeah. fire. Nice. Well, thank you, man. We thank appreciate you. Man. you. You guys stay safe. You guys stay positive. And as always, this is the Gray Space. Yeah. Peace. Yeah.